This is the Italian Real Estate Podcast, here to help you with the ins and outs and basics of Italian real estate presented by ItalianRealEstateLawyers.com. Hello there and welcome to another edition of the Italian Real Estate Podcast presented by ItalianRealEstateLawyers.com. Of course, we are back at it again with Italian attorney Marco Permonian. How are you doing today? Good, how are you? I'm doing great. Thank you for asking. And today in this episode, we wanted to talk about some of the wonderful things that a person may be able to take advantage of if they decide to make the purchase. But Marco, uh, let's just quickly talk about the first thing on our list here. And that's the close proximity for traveling to other European countries. And uh, as somebody from Italy, could you maybe share some of your experience of traveling around Europe and having Europe literally at your front doorstep? So I will start by saying that all of the uh, major European cities are very well connected to Italy, especially by train. So, um, of course, not only by train, but also um, the airplane is a very good choice if you have to travel in other European countries or major uh, cities in Europe. But I have to say the high-speed trains that I've seen uh, that leave from Italy and go basically anywhere in the EU are very well functioning. So you could go easily by train uh, from Italy, from, from Rome, from Milan, from a number of major cities in Italy to Paris in France or to uh, Berlin or Madrid. So really the fact that Italy and the whole European Union have a very good train system does really help to move from one city to the other in the European Union. It's a really wonderful thing to be able to have, and especially when you consider some of the low-cost flights that you can catch all around Europe. I know you're a fan of trains. I am a fan of planes. And uh, to be able to have some of the really ridiculously priced flights that you can sometimes still find after the past couple of years, the prices have gone up a little bit. But even then, like it's gone up, say, from maybe... 15 euros to 50 euros or 30 euros or it depends on where you're trying to fly to and from but i mean you can find uh, between destinations say from italy to eastern europe or italy to iberia the iberian peninsula or italy to northern europe and if you plan it well enough in advance that you could probably get round trip for 20 euros or a single one way for 10 euros and then uh if you're spending already anywhere from say 100 euros onwards or 150 onwards it's already like oh i don't know about that it's already a little bit up there in price um but another aspect that i think is wonderful about italy and what it can offer for for somebody who's buying a property there uh, that's also on our list is also about the not only low cost of airfare but <laughs> the uh, low cost of uh, of what you're able to purchase in Italy, like the property itself and what you get for your money in Italy in comparison to some other places in the world. Especially compared to America, uh, prices in Italy for properties are, I'd say, extremely low if you compare them to uh, the US, for example, yeah. but they're lower than other countries in the European Union as well, like I'm thinking about the UK. So Italy and probably Southern Europe um, has properties that are really nice and the price is surprisingly slow, especially for a known Italian. So um, I'd say that you're going to see definitely prices that are much lower than you would see in your home country if you're an American or a Canadian or even a UK citizen. 
Yeah, it's, I mean, if depending on where you're coming from in the world, I mean, even if you're coming from, uh, I would say, even places like Hong Kong, maybe even Singapore, uh, I have some friends from that part of the world that have started looking at real estate in Europe and especially Italy. And it's like they're looking at the prices for the amount of space that you get and in the locations that you get. They're just like, I could buy 10 of these <laughs> for the price that I might be able to at home. But uh, not necessarily that that would be everybody that has that ability. But uh, to, to quickly move on to this next point in the list here is also not just about the low cost of property in Italy, but uh, the low cost of the property taxes that you have to take into account that would come up on an annual basis. And so what would some of those be that a, a person might be able to take into consideration? So when you buy a property in Italy, there are some annual taxes that you will have to pay, but you'll find that uh, if you're buying a non-luxury property, those are relatively low. Of course, uh, they depend on uh, how big the property is, uh, the region in which the property is located, but compared to many other countries, property taxes, annual taxes in Italy are very, very low. Yeah, it's it's great to see that the accessibility is there in multiple regards. So are there different regions in Italy that offer special advantages when it comes to property taxes, or is it pretty, pretty similar across the board? You can expect a similar amount across the board, even if the uh, annual taxes are determined by the local authorities. So they are in fact different, but they're not that different across the country. Well, thank you for answering that, Marco. And uh, just to keep on moving forward with this list that we have, and uh, that would be along the lines of the affordable cost of living in comparison to many other car parts of the world. Um, would you be able to maybe talk a little bit about that, like kind of what, say, some people might be able to expect in different parts of the country? Because, of course, north to south, the cost of living may differ. But, I mean, generally speaking, what are people looking at when they're talking about Italy? We've talked about the cost of life in other episodes, and of course, the cost of life in Italy is much lower than the cost of life in um, other countries, especially the countries where our, our audience tends to be from, so US, Canada, even the UK. So people who move to Italy to enjoy their property will find the cost of life is much lower than it is in their country. Uh, also, salaries tend to be lower for uh, Italians than they are uh, for Americans or Canadians or UK citizens. And um, you will also find that there's a significant difference between the north of Italy, central Italy, and the south of Italy, where the cost of life is even lower in southern Italy. And you will also find that only certain areas have a cost of life that is higher than the whole country, like I'm thinking about Milan or uh, Rome, even if there the cost of life is significantly lower than it would be in the US. And just to give a few examples, going out to dinner in Italy will probably cost on average 30, 35 euros per person in a normal restaurant. Of course, you could spend you know, 50, uh, 60 euros per person in a more fancy restaurant or even more of course there are areas where you can spend a significantly higher amount of money but the average is 30 35 euros per person or even like 50 60 euros per person in a more say 
uh, fancy restaurant if you want to go out and eat uh, fish at say 50 euros per person is a very good um, uh, price in Italy where you will get very good uh, food which is of course significantly lower than uh, the price for the same dinner in the US but also I'm thinking about um, uh, plans for your cell phone in Italy they are as low as 10 20 30 euros per month when you get unlimited internet unlimited phone calls and it's just a fraction of that of that of what we would cost in the US uh, where plans uh, are much much higher especially if you want everything unlimited and even when it comes to cell phones I know there are some limited plans that are I don't know if the prices changed since I last looked but I had a pan, a plan that I paid for at one point where it was like five euros six euros per month for a really crazy amount of data i mean maybe it was 100 gigabytes plus unlimited minutes and unlimited sms it was absolutely absurd i'm sure there's probably something still going on and maybe even seven years a month but even for the, the the cost of eating out i know when it comes to dinner that those prices that you were mentioning yeah like 30 to, to 50 for like high-end restaurants and also i've been to plenty of places where i mean even if you think about in the south the cost of eating out there for dinner can even be lower than that so it really is amazing that you have this this wide range of prices that are all however wide it is are still much lower than what you might find in other parts of the world it's really great to see and so another aspect uh, uh though of being able to purchase property in Italy or not being able to purchase property, but being able to enjoy it in regards to being able to purchase property in Italy. Most people will not need a visa. Can you maybe go into a little bit more detail about uh, some of what is involved with that and why that is the way that it is? So basically, if you are a citizen of one of the countries that does not require Italian citizens to be a resident in that country in order to be able to purchase a property in that country, it also means that uh, thanks to the reciprocity principle, you are not required to be a resident in Italy in order to purchase a property in Italy. So you could purchase a property in Italy, a second home, even if you are uh, vacationing in Italy or even if you are not physically present in Italy in that moment, you could hire a lawyer like ItalianRealEstateLawyers.com uh, and we can purchase a property in your name on your behalf based on the power of attorney. So you don't have to be a resident of Italy in order to um, be able to purchase a property in Italy. Uh, so you don't need a visa. And um, you also do not need a visa if you want to go to Italy on vacation, at least if you are a citizen of those countries that have uh, that are part of the visa waiver program like the US or Canada so you can have your property in Italy and visit uh, without the need to do anything you just get on a plane with your passport to travel to Italy and you can be in Italy for as long as 90 days at a time and um, so if you are a citizen of one of the countries that is part of the visa waiver program you could just fly straight into Italy without really uh, doing anything else it's wonderful to be able to have that ability but just the last thing on our list here that i think is worthwhile jumping into is that it's not necessary to have the visa to be able to be able to enjoy your 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 purchase that you've made but what if you want to be able to get a visa how will that help you or not help you when you are trying to go through that process 
So yes, one of also the uh, advantages of owning a property in Italy is that that might facilitate the obtainment of certain visas, and there are actually uh, visas uh, where the requirement is specifically having a property at the time in which you submit the application for the uh, visa. I'm thinking, for example, of the elective residency visa, where one of the requirements is to either either own a property in Italy or rent one, and um, so only if you are a homeowner in Italy or if you rented a property in Italy, you can apply and obtain the elective residency visa. That's great to, to be able to have multiple ways to be able to call Italy home or to be able to enjoy your property. But um, one thing is when you're going through the process of purchasing, most if not all of your clients I know come from different parts of the world uh, outside of Italy, but when you're going through the process of purchasing, a lot of people may have concerns about where they're sending their money, how they're sending their money, and this and that, and is the property good? So could you maybe tell us about this one last advantage here about the secure purchasing process that Italy offers? Of course, you know, uh, when purchasing a property in another country, people have legitimate concerns, like is it a safe process, should I be uh, worried, um, how is it the process in Italy, uh, they have no idea how it works, and I think what's important here is that the process in Italy, the purchase process in Italy is a very secure process, there is um, a number of steps that need to be taken in order to purchase a property in Italy and there are public officials that come into play and that necessarily have to be present during the purchase process that make the process even safer. I'm thinking for example of uh, the notary which is a public official in Italy that needs to certify the transaction and that will only certify the transaction if certain conditions are met. So the risks that maybe you will find in other countries are not present in Italy and one of the reasons why they're not is that because there is this public official that will certify the whole transaction and they will not proceed uh, with the certification if uh, the transaction is not uh, perfectly done in compliance with Italian law. Well, Marco, thank you so much for going through all of these topics and helping us uh, to understand some of the advantages of buying property in Italy. And of course, if anybody is interested in going through that process, how can they get in contact with you and your team for the help along the way? People can contact us through our website, italianrealestatelawyers.com, or give us a call. Our number is on the website. Absolutely fantastic. It's great that uh, you and your team are there to help facilitate this process and help people go from all over the world to be able to call Italy home or at least have a vacation home in Italy. And of course, if you're interested in more content about Italian real estate, whether that's buying, renting, or relocating to Italy or where to go in Italy, be sure that you're subscribed to this podcast on YouTube as well as the audio only podcast. But of course, if you're subscribed on YouTube, that means you're also automatically subscribed to the Italian real estate podcast presented by Italian real estate lawyers. Dot com. Of course, also, if you're interested in more about life abroad, living abroad, living abroad as a dual citizen expat, be sure to come over to my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Rafael Furia, or you can search for Not Your Average Globetrotter on YouTube, Google, or your favorite podcasting player of choice. Of course, Mr. Marco Permunian from ItalianRealEstateLawyers.com. Thank you so much for making yourself available for this episode of the Italian Real Estate Podcast. I'm Rafael Furia. Stay safe and healthy out there, and we will see you all next time. Later. Thank you.